Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. Hey, Spooksters, and welcome back to another episode of Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara, and as always, I'm joined with my lovely gal pal, Jessica. Hey. I had this, like, weird urge to, like, make a weird noise into the mic, and then I was like, no, Jessica. I was gonna say, that was, like, semi-sultry. Man, you're excited to talk to them tonight, aren't you? I am. I'm in a good mood today, and I don't know why. I don't don't know why. <laughs> like when oh. we were getting ready to record, I was like dancing to the music that's like the call music. I was like, yeah, for no like... reason. <laughs> we are going to be talking about something paranormal for you, Ooh. and it is called the Devil's Tree. Mm-hmm. It's the one in New Jersey. Just in case you're like, you Google. just yes, just to clarify, in case you're not familiar, it is. It's up there in Jersey. So before we go ahead and dive into this spooky topic, of course, we have a little bit of business and our drinks to discuss. So if you're new here. We got though. (laughs) I saw your hand going, so I stopped. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to our show. (laughs) But if you are new here or newer or not of course in our show notes we have a cool little link tree link for you and it has all of our social medias on there we have facebook a like page and group mm-hmm. instagram twitter pinterest our merch store all of that cool stuff our blog and of course our patreon group right and if you haven't checked out check out our merch store we have a ton of cool stuff on there now with our mm. amazing logo that we have yes oh my god it's so awesome in in real time I've I ordered like five or six different things already I'm sure by the time this comes out I'll have like double that but yeah we kind of went on like a spending spree and I was like oh crap (laughs) yes oh my god so much cool stuff but yeah check it out there's all kinds of great stuff Jessica did a really good job on designing everything so thank Uh, you (laughs) <laughs> and we have more stuff. I hope by the time this comes out, like we've had more stuff mm-hmm. uh, added that is cooler stuff that is, I don't know, it's just fun stuff. It's just in the works right now. So mm-hmm. it takes a little longer because they're like specialty products. Okay. So really that's all we have for that. So what is our drink for this week, Jessica? Well, because we're talking about the devil's tree and later on you'll hear about a special little ghosty that is kind of the advocate for the tree. We are drinking The Devil's Advocate. Ooh. It is fireball whiskey, spice rum, apple schnapps, and some lemon lime soda. So whichever lemon lime soda you prefer. Sierra Mist, Sprite, Shasta, I don't know. All that good stuff? All the stuffs. And then, yeah, served on the rocks. Nice. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. It's very alcoholy. Just putting that out there. It definitely sounds like it. Well, of course, I'm drinking wine, as usual. What else is new? It's true. <laughs> but I know. I can't help it. And I went with 19 Crimes, again, as usual. 
Yes, which I fucking love those. They're tasty. The labels are always cool. So tonight I went with the Hard Shard and it's just a Chardonnay, of course. And it has, it's one of the few bottles that has a female convict on it. So that's why I always like that one. It's true. Equal representation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I'm having. But I will, I suppose, go ahead and hand it off to you since you've got the topic lesson for us on <laughs> the Devil's Tree. Yes. So this is actually like a really cool thing. And first and foremost, I want to say because all of the sites that I read so that you have to be very respectful of this tree. Mm-hmm. So we're going to say that we're putting it out there. We respect this tree. We don't want anything bad to happen to us mm-hmm. or our listeners. Yes. Um, so I want to put that out there. But like we mentioned at the beginning, it is a tree in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It is in an undeveloped field on Mountain Road in the Martinsville section of Barnard's Township in Somerset County, New Jersey. That's how mouthful. It is. It is also straight across the street from an actual development. Interesting. So people like, live near this thing. Yeah. So local legends say he who damages he or she, equal opportunist vandals here, he or she who damages or disrespects the tree, then soon after something bad happens to them. Ooh. And while you were doing that, if I sounded kind of far away for a second, I was grabbing some of my little crystals that Sarah sent me because <laughs> I'll show I you. I have no crystals. Well, I grabbed three. I grabbed one for you, one for me, and one for the listeners. Oh, They're part of the protective ones. But yes, good. sorry. Sidebar over. Had to let you guys know. <laughs> okay. Here are the main ways that you can disrespect the devil's tree. You can urinate on it, mm. harm it. I, I don't really know how you harm a tree other than like cutting into it. But yeah, I was um, gonna say maybe cutting into it or like breaking off branches or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like harming the tree in any way. And this tree has like a bunch of dead branches on it that they won't cut down because it's like the same thing. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Or making disparaging remarks nearby it. Gotcha. Or, like, writing on it, like they were saying, like, some people did graffiti on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shortly thereafter, bad things happen to you. Oh, okay. And I looked really hard to find, like, very specific things, like, what bad things, and they're like, bad things happen to you. They okay. don't even want to talk about it. No. So, here are the claims of why this tree is haunted. It is that... The Bernard Township is the central headquarters for the Ku Klux Klan, and the tree has been used to hang African Americans or rebellious slaves since colonial times. I can see why there's bad juju here. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> I mean, I'd be pretty pissed too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other claim is that there was a farmer that hung himself on this tree after killing his family. He said that if anyone tries to cut the tree down, they'll come to an untimely end. And then he hung Mm. himself. And apparently that's a thing. Oh, God. So it is said that if you touch the tree with your hands and then you go try to eat at a restaurant, your hands will turn black. It's like those movies where it's like, you know, like your skin's dying or like you're just not allowed to eat no more. It wants yeah, you to serve? I don't it's know. Just, it's just that restaurant. Oh, so it goes back to normal when you leave? I don't know. Like, it just says, the the legend, I, I kept reading, like, if you go to restaurants, your hands will turn black. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, whoever in the devil's tree is very upset about people with in the food industry, so. They just want you to cook. They're trying to help mm-hmm. you not have an extra cheat meal. 
True. Here's a really one that I don't like because it scares me. Oh, a little bit is that the ground around the tree never gets snow. <gasps> oh, I don't like that. Right? So, like, it doesn't matter. There could be three feet of snow next to it, but then it's just no snow. And it really? might be because nearby the tree, there's a boulder that they call the heat rock. And it is said mm-hmm. that both the rock and the tree are hot to the touch. Okay, so that could be like the radius from the mm-hmm. heat. Gotcha. That's still creepy. Now, I talked about our devil's advocate, which is why I picked the drink. It is mm-hmm. said that there is a ghosty man who is driving a black Ford pickup that if you do something to disrespect the tree or harm the tree, chases you away up until a certain point in the road. Mm. I have looked to see where that certain point in the road is. That's all anyone ever said. <laughs> it's a very uniform story. I was like, okay. But there apparently is a ghostie who drives a black Ford pickup. So he is obviously someone who in the last, what, how long have the car's been out? Like 100 years, something like that? 120? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. While. Please comment what it is so I know. <laughs> someone Google it for me. So he's obviously someone who wants to protect it. Mm-hmm. Right. It is said that there have been numerous murders and suicides near this tree. Oh. Which I guess, like, the murders would be, like, the Ku Klux Klan because they did use the tree. It was said that that was one of the places they used. That makes sense. And then suicides, it might just be, like, a really, like, depressing place. Right. Um, And it said that the reason it's haunted is that the souls of those who died around the tree are trapped in it, which is what's giving it that unnatural warmth. Mm Mm-hmm. The other thing is, is that there's nothing else besides that boulder out there. It's just that tree. Hmm. Nothing else. Other little things will like grow up and then die. Oh, okay. It's like taking all the energy or nutrients or something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't gotcha. like it. There's been several attempts to cut the tree down and they just can't finish the job. So there's actually like axe marks and chainsaw marks in the tree. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's also said to be a portal to hell, which is where the guy the ghosty in the black pickup comes from mm-hmm. so there's kind of like i found a list and i'm going to go down the list of reasons why it's haunted or cursed okay and the first one is that the hanging branch that they hung all of these people are still is still there Ooh. i mean we've we've talked about this before when we've talked about like murder and whatnot and something that tragic causes immense energy to leave and it mm-hmm. just kind of stays which is why a lot of ghosts who or like spirits who they figure out are of like murder victims or abused people the reason they stay there is there's so much negative energy or violent energy that they're just trapped now Mm -hmm. imagine like being an african-american and being attacked by something Mm -hmm. by like a person and you're drug away and you're hung in this tree and it's only because of the color of your skin right like there would be so much anguish in that moment. Mm-hmm. So I believe that's like the main source of its power mm-hmm. is this branch that has come out. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Now they say that what they know is that the tree does not like to be climbed. Makes sense. That if you climb the tree, when you're in the tree, there was a claim where this guy climbed up in the tree and he was sitting on the branch, the hanging branch, no less. Mm-hmm. He was sitting on there and he heard voices come from the tree. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And then he fell the fuck out of the tree and broke <gasps> his in two places. Oh, my God. 
Right. So this tree doesn't fuck with people, like, or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It will straight fuck you up for no reason than just, yeah. As we talked about earlier, one of the big things that it does not like is for you to use it as a bathroom. Oh, yeah. Um, right. I don't understand. Like, what is that? Like, is it like a boy thing? It must be because obviously, like, I don't know, no girls who's just going to go walk up and pop a squat like that. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe if it was like in the middle of the night and you were driving down a really long, long road and you really had to go and there was like the sign that said next bathroom 20 miles, you know, mm-hmm. and you saw, oh, look, a tree. Like I could see that, but like to pee on it for the sake of peeing on it. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Now they say that the people who try to cut it down, like several of them, I think either got really sick and died mm-hmm. or committed suicide. Oh, ooh. right. I, so they got sick and died or committed suicide. I think I, because I tried not to read too, too much because I'm not, I wasn't mm-hmm. super familiar with this topic, but I think I read something too that like automobile accidents, which I guess could fall under the suicide was another popular thing. Right. That is the one thing that says is like, when you fuck with this thing, mm-hmm. you either get into a car accident as you're like leaving mm-hmm. or your car like completely just like blows up type oh. needs mechanical work. Yikes. Okay. Right? Like, it's not good. Mm-mm. Bad things happen. To say right? the least. Right. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah, we're not going uh, there. <laughs> right. Like, no, no, thank you. Um, now, the tree itself, like we said, is in an undeveloped area of this township. And there was rumors years ago that they were going to cut the tree down and build a development on it. Oh, now think oh. about if you lived in that house that was built on that tree. Like, nope, uh, nope. That would be the worst because it would fuck with you so hardcore. Right. Uh, I would not want to live there. No thanks. Oh, hell no. Hell to the no. Mm-mm. So what happened is the township got together and they made a decision and they actually made it so that the tree is protected now. That's good. So it is protected and some new hooligans came out and like spray painted it and tried to like fuck with it. So they got together and yeah, they got together and put a chain link fence around the tree itself. So if you like, we'll put a picture up of it. It's like literally just like wrap the chain link fence is like wrapped three times around it. And then there's like Mm -hmm. a big like chain with like a bolt on it or like a lock. Right. So yeah. Keep people away. Right. It's Yeah. And I just think it's like this one tree has all of this energy. And like, when you think about the fact that they say it goes back to colonial times. Yeah, that's a lot of history. Yeah, it's a shit ton. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you made me watch The Conjuring. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not not mad at you. I'm mad at all the people who voted for it. And then, you know, (laughs) didn't show up. Because we could have watched, you know, Haunted scary Mansion. movie too, or Haunted Mansion, you know, something <laughs> more my speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but this is what this reminded me of. Like, I literally, like, mm-hmm. when they were talking about the farmer, I was like, okay, if he jumped off that fucking branch at 3.07 in the morning, I'm fucking done. I'm out. Goodbye. <laughs> like, we're not doing this episode no more. See ya. <clears throat> Like, if it gave a specific time that he jumped, I'd be like, okay, so the devil's tree is actually at the conjuring house. (laughs) And the farmer is a witch. It's, yeah. Which I think, yeah. Oh, my God. Still not okay. And that was, like, that was over a week ago. (laughs) 
So there is a YouTube video out there of someone who goes out and has mischievousness. Mm. And I don't want this. I'm not going to talk to the speakers about it because I want them to go look for it. Oh, okay. I like it. I do. I thought maybe they could do it and, and see for themselves. It's about this one kid who went out there and did it. And, you know, he... Mm-hmm. So th- yeah, it, I mean, there's not a lot of stuff about this tree out there, but it's, I don't know, it's, it reminds me kind of like the Yuma prison, but like in a different mm-hmm. way, like the Yuma prison was this great historical thing that was, you know, the first prison in Arizona, the first, right. but you know, this tree is just a presence of evil mm-hmm. that you can actually go see. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like a lot of the encounters that I read people were like I was so excited to go there and I got really scared I got the sense of dread I got that the whole thing about being near a cursed thing and you know me I'm skeptical right and I'm like okay it's a tree but I feel like there's enough consistency in people's stories I'm like this this has some sort of like Mm -hmm. legitimate quality to it especially because it's like the amount of people who said like yeah I peed on the tree or I you know, mm-hmm. carved my initial into it. And then my car broke down a mile mm-hmm. down the road. And, you know, that ghosty guy chased me, which is such an interesting, that's not good. That was a twist for me. Right. Yeah. Most, most sites don't have a uh, resident protector, I would say. And then like, part of me is like, is it really a ghost? Is it like, a person just is chilling? Is it just like, because I mean, there's like a development across the street and, you know, what if this guy is just like bought this black pickup truck and is like, watch, I'm gonna go fuck with these teenagers. Like, right. And then just like literally gets to the end of like where he has to circle back and just like turns off and mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that's kind of my theory, but, but there was a phone number attached to the, the devil's tree. Really? I Googled it and it came oh. up with a phone number. It's 304-790-3395. I'm not calling it. <laughs> yeah, what if it talks back? Mm, nope. I'm wondering if it's, like, to, like, the society that's probably preserving it. Yeah, I would say yeah, so. I'm assuming. Yeah. Someone's going to call and someone's going to comment. Yeah, and say, if you call, just you can let us know how that goes. Be respectful. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> yes, please. Like I said, there isn't a lot of stuff out there. It's just kind of the same mm-hmm. stories over and yeah. over again. But just kind of like Jessica hasn't done a rant today. So let's do her little rant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys would miss it if I didn't. I just think like the fact that the Ku Klux Klan is a thing still. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, every time I read stories, and they're like, it's, you know, the Ku Klux Klan central headquarters is here. I'm just like, how is this still? This is 2019. How do we have an organization that is so based on hate and is so present mm-hmm. in our political atmosphere right now? It's disgusting. <laughs> it is. And you know that these motherfuckers would literally, you know, continue doing hangings. And I hated the word, like, I had to write hangings on my paper because they mm. were using the word lynch. And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, they bad. No, thanks. Yeah, no, it's just be nice to other people. Honestly. Like them. Mm -hmm. It's called being an adult. Like, that's literally what it is. It's like part of being an adult is being nice to people you don't like. Absolutely. Because guess what? Somebody is out there being nice to you who doesn't like you. Yep. Fact. You should do the same for others. Mm -hmm. There's Jessica's rant for the week. Hashtag Jessica's rant. You're welcome. I'm going to hand it over to you now. 
All right, guys. So, of course, I have the creepy pasta for you. Now, there was none specific to the Devil's Tree, but interestingly enough, it seems that this tree has had influence, like Jessica brought up with The Conjuring, and Mm -hmm. a couple other states and other countries kind of seem to have their own version as well. If you have Amazon, there's actually a movie that came out, I believe, last year or so. If you just look up Devil's Tree, you'll find it. But Mm -hmm. it's about the one that's based in Florida, actually. Okay. Yeah. So when I hopped on a creepypasta, there was a ton of evil tree type of stories. Mm Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and found one that kind of tied into our devil's tree. So the one I went ahead and chose tonight is called the hanging tree. Yes. So not related completely, but a little bit. Very close. Yes. Kind of kept it a little on theme for us here. Yeah, it's on theme. Yes. All right. Here we go. My boyfriend and I decided to go down to the south for the week. Hike the Great Smokies and everything. We rented a cozy cabin, secluded, in the woods, not many people milling around. It was the end of summer, so there was still some tourism going on, but not too much. We thought it'd be the perfect getaway from city life and people in general. This cabin had this big two-paneled window near the kitchen that looked out on the woods around the cabin. For some reason, there was no curtains over the window or even a curtain rod, so we couldn't hang up towels or a bed sheet from some added privacy. Fucking weird. Yeah, I don't like that. (laughs) I would have been like, steeple gun. (laughs) Right? Tax? Something. (laughs) Right. We didn't like the window, but figured there was no harm to it. On the second morning, I was standing by the window as my boyfriend sat in front of his computer. Yes, he brought his computer to the cabin. A week away from the city didn't mean a week away from technology. True. I don't know if I could go a week without my computer. Yeah. (laughs) Mainly because we record with our computers. I was going to say, like, you know, this kind of revolves around that. My job revolves around that. I have to have social media and Wi-Fi. Sorry. Oh, my God. Today, our Wi-Fi had to be turned off for a little bit. I was just like, I'm leaving the office because I can't do anything else. (laughs) Oh, right. And God, yeah. In real time, yesterday was the Instagram and Facebook gate going down. I have no clue what that's about, by the way. You'll have to explain this to me later. Yes. Or I now, if you want to. It's up to you. Okay, so sorry, guys. You know, I interrupt my story all the fucking time. So basically, you couldn't do anything on Instagram. You, like, your feed was not working. You couldn't post anything. And then on Facebook, like, nothing was uploading. So that's why your blog thing, your announcement, didn't post because nothing was working. <laughs> oh, did it finally post? I haven't checked. No, it didn't. <laughs> Ever? No. Oh, so I need to post it? Yes. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So it'll be up there, guys. So, uh, yeah, side note, if you like to read our blog, just make sure you check it, like, every Wednesday. And uh, there's a new blog post, Wednesday to Thursday-ish, towards the end of the week. Uh, Yeah, there's always fun stuff to read. But anyway, we're going to get back to this cabin now. (laughs) I distracted you. No, no. I think if they cared about, like, banter, they would not listen to us. (laughs) We're, like, 90% banter, 5% substance. And the other 5% is probably Harry Potter quotes. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) peering out the window i noticed for the first time a long yellow rope hanging from a tree branch about 10 or so feet away the rope snaked down but ended five or six feet off the ground i hadn't noticed it before and commented on it my boyfriend said he noticed it earlier though he didn't remember seeing it the day before neither did i this is weird 
Yes, just a random rope. Chill it on a tree. We left for dinner and came back. No one around, my boyfriend said, glancing out the windshield. All the other cabins are dark. There were two or three other cabins in the area, ours the furthest back, as we drove past the others. We noticed no other cars and no lights. Mm -hmm. They must have all left, I said, smiling. We're all alone, my boyfriend grinned. Alone in the woods. Gross. <laughs> he made a fake ghost sound, and I just ignored him, closing the car door and walking around the ramp to our cabin door. Later that day, about 8.30 p.m., I sat in front with my own laptop. A three-lamp chandelier hung over the table. It flickered once, then stopped. My boyfriend didn't even notice. Ten minutes later, the light flicked again, and the bulb died. Oh, God. I bet he noticed then. Two more to go, my boyfriend jokingly commented. I gave him a weak smile and went back to my screen. The light flickered again. Maybe we have too many plugs in, I said. Shouldn't cause an issue, doesn't matter, my boyfriend shrugged, busy playing his video game. I went back to typing. Since it was dark out, we had lights inside. I couldn't see anything out the window, even though I was facing it. Anyone standing up beside it, though, could look in and see us. We'd never notice them because of the glare. But for one moment, I was sure I saw something moving. Must be my own reflection, I thought, but knew it didn't make any sense. I hadn't shifted enough to cause a streaking reflection. The second light bulb flickered. We should do something about that, I said, still shaken from the streaking reflection, even though I hadn't told my boyfriend about it. It's just a light bulb, he said absentmindedly. It could go out. Maybe all three could. I'll give her a call tomorrow. Her was the cabin owner, a nice older lady named Robin. He went back to his game, and I went back to typing. There was a knock at the front door. Who the hell is that? My boyfriend grumbled, getting up from his seat. Don't open it, I said, grabbing his arm. The light bulb flickered. Another knock. Maybe it's Robin, he said. At nine at night? He shrugged and then walked down the hall to the front door. Don't, I said again, grabbing a pen, <laughs> as if I'd be able to stab anyone with it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's better things. Like, you're better at grabbing your laptop to smack them in the head. Jesus. <laughs> I know anything. Mm -hmm. The chair you're sitting in. Mm-hmm. You know. The door opened. I peeked over my boyfriend's shoulder. A man with long, scraggly hair and an oversized coat stood on the front porch. He held a lantern flashlight in his right hand, the beam hitting the ground. Evening, he said. I was just walking around here, heard some noises. I come up from the road. Got a cabin of my own there. What kind of noise? My boyfriend asked. Not sure, but thought I'd come up and check. We didn't hear anything, I said. Well, the man glanced over my boyfriend's shoulder at me. I noticed one of his eyes was missing. Could be the bears, he grinned. Three teeth were missing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like picturing this guy. Ugh. Gross. They've been prowling around here the past few weeks. We'll let you know if we see or hear anything, my boyfriend said. The man gave a single nod and stepped away. His dirty yellow nylon coat crinkled as he walked off. He was already at his seat, back facing that dark open window. The light flickered again. Yeah, well, at least we know we're not alone or anything. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's not the only thing that's out there, I said. Scared, my boyfriend chuckled, making those fake ghost sounds again. I threw my pen at him. He laughed, catching it and laid it on the table. Maybe we should go out there and look around. Might be a demon or something. Yeah, don't fucking joke about that shit. Not you're not. Well. <laughs> no, you're not funny. <laughs> and you're not scared. That flickering light again. The second bulb went out. 
down to one. That's not funny. (laughs) Right? He grumbled. There might be some bulbs around here somewhere. I think I saw one downstairs, actually, in that closet. My boyfriend left me to go downstairs, turning on the stairway light. The chandelier flickered again. Get three if you can find them, I called down. I think the third's about to go, too. He yelled something back, then cursed. Are you okay? Stubbed my toe, he yelled. He came back, right? Gotta have that, like, suspense and then be like, it's something stupid. (laughs) He came back up a minute later. Didn't find anything. I'll just call her in the morning, or we can go out and get some. No, thank you. I ain't going outside in that shit. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) We'll go tomorrow. That's the first thing we're doing, I said. Getting bulbs. I don't want to spend the rest of the week in the dark. Wait, did you see that? He was moving to sit down, then jumped up, staring out the window. I just saw something streak by? What something? I said, standing up slowly. I grabbed the pen again. Girl, that pen ain't gonna do shit. I mean, this place doesn't have a kitchen with a knife. Right? I mean, hello. A broomstick? Anything? Mm -mm. The almighty pen will save them. (laughs) It's mightier than the sword. (laughs) Don't think that's what they meant. (laughs) Right. I I don't know, but it was yellow, I think. It shot by the window. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bear? I said, knowing it wasn't true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yellow. Is it Paddington Bear? Just just like. <laughs> Thomas's dad, when he goes out in the rain, he puts on like a rain hat and like a big yellow raincoat. And he looks like Paddington Bear. Aww. <laughs> One of my old coworkers was like, he's so cute. He looks like Paddington. I'm like, right? Oh. <laughs> He, sh- he shook his head. Not big enough. Unless it was a small bear, but it was way too fast. There's something out there. I'm going to go check. Are you crazy? I said, grabbing his arm. Don't go out there. You don't even have a flashlight. Come on. I'll just take a quick look and then we'll come right back in. No, don't. Two minutes, I promise. He gave me a quick kiss and well, went back down. This is how you end up dead. <laughs> right? <laughs> Two minutes. If you ever say two minutes, you might as well just be like, I'm dead. Right? Shit. I heard the door creak open, and with my pen in hand, I quickly went down the stairs and watched by the door. His white shirt was bright in the darkness. I could just see the rope dangling from the tree. I don't see anything, I called out. Come back in. He waved me silent, and then he stood looking around, only his head moving. I noticed his back was really tense. Sam? I said, my voice barely carrying. He waved me quiet again, then hurried back inside. I think I saw something. See what? I didn't see anything. I don't know, he said, quickly locking the door and shutting the curtains. Did you bring my hunting knife from the car? I shook my head. Of course you didn't, bitch. That's why you got this pen in your hand. I was like, you're telling me the whole time you had something that could actually, like, protect you? Hunting knives are long. A pen is, like, six inches tops. Right. Where are my keys, he said, taking the stairs two at a time. Mm -mm. On the table. Watch my back, he said, slipping out the door. But stay inside. What, with her pen? Apparently. He believes in that pen, shit. He ran up the ramp to the car, opening the trunk. He rummaged for a minute as I glanced around, looking for any movement. Hurry up. Coming, he said as he slammed the door. He was back inside in less than a minute, locking the door and giving it a tug of his own. Why don't we stay in for the rest of the night, he said, a light sheen over his face. Make some tea and go to bed early. I'll go warm up some water now. He absentmindedly nodded as he shut his computer and went to charge his phone. Your phone charged, 
he asked me from outside the bedroom. The battery's dying, I think. Hashtag me. <laughs> Phone's I, always dying. I'm currently at 13%, so I get it. <laughs> Where's your charger then, he asked. The third light bulb went out. Then all of the other lights in the cabin went out. In my suitcase, Sam came out from the bedroom and the glow of my phone in his hand. How about we forget the tea and just go to bed? I quickly shut off the stove and we slipped into bed, snuggling deep into the blankets. We'll get up early, I said, and head into town for the day. It'll be nice to see some people again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Fuck. Yeah, he said. A minute later, I could hear him breathing softly. Are you asleep yet? I asked. No answer, but the light breathing. I lay awake for the next two hours, listening to the windows creaking. When I woke up the next morning, Sam was still asleep. I slid out from under the blankets, glad for the bright sunshine coming in through that big window. I grabbed a bowl of cereal and set the coffee pot up. I figured the smell of coffee would wake Sam up and we would just go into town. The sound of crunching cereal in my head, I meandered over to the window and glanced out. The bowl shattered at my feet, milk sloshing everywhere. What's going on? Samuel asked, running from the bedroom. I pointed out the window. What's there? He asked. His eyes were wide as he came up behind me. Hanging from a tree was a second yellow rope, and right beside it, a third one. From the third one hung the creepy visitor from last night, and right beside him stood a little boy in a yellow coat. I blinked, and he was gone. You saw him too, right? I said. Sam opened his mouth, but before he could say anything, there was a knock at the front door. Fuck, don't do it. Don't do it. And... Oh, thank God. I don't... (laughs) And that is the end of my story. I probably will mispronounce this, but the author of this on Creepypasta is Rania or Rania. It's R-A-N-I-A. So thank you for writing that story for us. (laughs) Right? Hell yeah. That story was a little intense. Right? I know. I could just picture it like when I was reading it. So it would be perfect because it tied in. And then I'm sitting here trying to think of what kind of pen she has. Like, if it's a Sharpie felt tip, like. I was hoping it was like one of those old school pens that's like legit metal. Maybe so it's actually sharp. Like a calligraphy (laughs) pen? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, guys. I know this is a little bit shorter than normal, but we wanted to chat with you guys about the Devil's Tree. We thought it was a super spooky topic that I know myself that I haven't heard on any of the podcasts that I listen to. Yeah, I mean, we might be out there, but it's something that we weren't aware of and just Mm -hmm. happened. I think we were reading some article about haunted places and this kept popping up. So we're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, totally. So yeah, if you guys have any creepy paranormal or even true crime topics that may not be as popular, you can go ahead and just shoot us an email or a DM and we are happy to throw it on the schedule and talk about it. Truth. We will do that. Hell yes. All right, guys. Well, we hope you have a fantastic week and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Have you ever wondered what draws certain people to stories and places filled with mystery or fear? Why some seem to experience things just beyond the explicable, be that considered paranormal or supernatural? If you ask me, or even my grandmother, 
We'd tell you there's definitely a thread that ties these people and circumstances together. Something more than simple chance. I'm Jennifer, and I host Haunted Happenstance, a creepy and quirky little story set in a historic residence in Boston, Massachusetts. You see, I've always loved a good ghost story. And as it turns out, ghosts have always loved me too. Convenient? Maybe. Coincidence? Perhaps. But I think it's a bit more than that. Let's see if you agree. Join me and my neighbors for some truly spooky tales that can only be explained as haunted happenstance. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or everywhere you listen to your podcasts.